Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. So, my friends, the latest update we have for you guys around Liverpool search for a sporting director and, of course, around Liverpool search for targets with regards to midfield and defence. I'm going to go through now over the next couple of minutes. You know the score. I want to know your thoughts. Let me know in the comments section. Of course, drop a like on the video. And if you haven't hit the subscribe button, please do. So, look, where are we with regards to our search for a sporting director? So, George Schmatke, and again, my pronunciation is horrendous, so I do apologise for that. Uh, he will reportedly fly into Liverpool this week to finalise terms over becoming the club's new sporting director. Now, one of the questions that many of us have had is, is it going to be this three months short-term contract that we've seen, or is it going to be a longer deal? We've seen Liverpool say that their search for a sporting director will be for a long-term sporting director. But there's been an update coming from The Athletic and they say that Schmatke is likely to agree a short-term deal but will then have an option to extend that uh, should the partnership become a success. That makes a little bit of sense to me. Liverpool obviously know we've a busy summer ahead. We want to get targets in early. Klopp feels like this is somebody he can work with, somebody who we can trust, and somebody who is very well versed in transfers and bringing players to clubs. So that's one side of it. And yes, I agree with the thought process. But what if it doesn't work out? Then we've got another window that's gone by. If it ends up being, I don't know, the wrong choice? If another window gone by where we maybe didn't get some targets because of it? I don't know. It just feels a little bit like a roll of the dice for me. I don't see any statement that this is the right candidate you know if there's any doubts about it I don't know it just feels a bit weird because it's such an important role we spoke about this before the sporting director at a football club probably second third maybe probably third after the manager and obviously the the CEO for importance at a football club and this guy seems to be somebody who can work but can also maybe be a bit of a divisive character uh has an odd sense of humor according to some other people as well but what we do know is as per the athletic he'll be flying in this week he'll be sorting out the final details and then it looks like it'll be a short-term deal well as i said an option to make that permanent hopefully it works out you know we've got big shoes to follow in from michael edwards and julian ward who've done a great job at the club but george madke will be flying in this week and again he will be liverpool's new sporting director barring any last minute hiccups now leighton clarkson who has been 
on loan this season uh, at Aberdeen. He's been speaking about his future and this is what he has to say. Yeah, I just want to get the club into Europe. After doing that, I can start thinking where my future lies. I'm going to be serious. I've not given it much thought. I have said to people uh, who've asked me in the street and also the manager, I've enjoyed every minute of playing up here, but we'll have to see what happens. So obviously Leighton Clarkson has been a success there. I think if my memory is right, he was voted Aberdeen's young player of the season and he's trying to push them to get into Europe. So again, let's see what happens with Leighton Clarkson. Just wanted to give you guys an update on it as he is obviously one of Liverpool's youngsters who are out on loan. Right, we spoke earlier on today, the video uh, I did about transfers where we spoke about Mark Gay as being somebody who Liverpool could be interested in. Crystal Palace centre-back, uh, English, I think homegrown if I'm not mistaken. And they bought him for twenty in 2021 off Chelsea for £18 million. Liverpool have been linked along with some other clubs according to the Daily Mail. And they say that should Crystal Palace choose to cash in, that the price that will be asked will be £50 million. Now, I can't say I've watched too much of, of Crystal Palace. I can't say I've watched too much of Mark A. But again, I'm going to say what I always say. If he's who Klopp wants, go get him. If Klopp wants somebody else, go get them. But, you know, I'm, I can understand the link. Let me put it that way. You know, he's an English player. He's, I think, homegrown. He's 22 years of age now. So let's wait and see what happens with it. I want to know your thoughts. So maybe you've watched more of him than I have. Do you think he'd be a good fit at Liverpool? Or do you think this is pie-in-the-sky stuff? 50 million is a lot of money, though. I mean, I know these days every defender seems to be about 50 million. Thanks, Manchester City. But, I don't know, 50 million quid? I don't know. I don't know on this one. This is one that I'm happy to step aside and let you guys and let the club have their say on it because... I don't know much about the guy, but I like the age profile. I like the fact that he's homegrown. I like the fact that he's got experience in the Premier League. Um, and yeah, let's wait and see what happens with it. But again, it's over to you to let me know your thoughts. So the latest on uh, Alexis McAllister and his move to Liverpool Football Club. So people were getting a little bit worried when Manchester City's name start getting thrown into the mix as maybe them looking to hijack the deal. So according to Fabrizio Romano, Manchester City are not in the race for Alexis McAllister at this stage. No talks or concrete contact between the clubs. He goes on to say that Liverpool are close to a full agreement on personal terms with the player and they're waiting on final details. Now contrast that as well with reports, or not contrast, add to that, reports coming out of Argentina that say that they believe that Alexis McAllister will be a Liverpool player before he goes on international duty on the 10th of June. That makes sense. That kind of correlates with what information we've seen from other journalists as well. Again, we think that the fee is going to be a little bit under £60 million and certainly not the £70 million that has been mentioned previously. And then we have the whole thing about the clause that isn't a clause that is a clause in this contract. Let's just call it a mechanism that makes it uh, possible for him to leave Brighton over the summer. And I expect this deal to be done, quite frankly. Uh, the reports have been about £150,000 a week for Alexis McAllister. Also reports that he will wear the number 10 shirt should he shine for Liverpool. Good. All works for me. No issues. No notes. Just go ahead and get it done so we can start celebrating the lad and start looking forward to him wearing a Liverpool shirt. Now, we move on to Mason Mount and the news broke today that it's not just Liverpool who were interested in him. We knew Manchester United had an interest in him, but... Arsenal are also set to try and rival Liverpool for the signing of Mason Mount. The Athletics say that it's very unlikely that um, his contract... Oh, sorry. The Athletics say that Liverpool and Arsenal are in from. Other reports say that it's very unlikely that he signs a contract extension to remain at Chelsea. And for me, I'm pretty straightforward on this one. 
No problem with him coming to Liverpool Football Club, but for the right price. I don't want Liverpool to be paying 55, 60, 65 million pound for a Mason Mount with one year left on his Chelsea deal, who's had a pretty forgettable season, age profile-wise, 24 years of age, no problem with that. Arsenal obviously in for Declan Rice as well. Uh, Caicedo is another name on the Arsenal wish list. And this must be nice. Arsenal are going to bestow 200 million pound apparently on Mikel Arteta to go shopping in the summer transfer window. Why is that? Have they sold off some of the club? No. Have they got a new investor in? No. They've just qualified for the Champions Leagues and the owners have gone, you know what, lads? Have 200 mil. Must be nice, right? Don't remember the last time Liverpool... In fact, I don't remember any time Jurgen Klopp was told, well done on qualifying for the Champions League, Jurgen. Here's 200 million quid. No, we get poverty. We get poor mouth. We get... Sorry, Jurgen. Hands are tied. Wages are high. So let me know your thoughts on it. You jealous? Because I'm a little bit jealous. Arsenal getting 200 million quid. After finishing second, after qualifying for the Champions League for the first time in I don't know how many years. And then maybe getting 200 million to go out there and buy the likes of Declan Rice. Meanwhile, we walk away from Jude Bellingham, somebody we've been after for two years because he gets a little bit expensive. Again, doesn't sound to me like our owners want to win stuff. Doesn't sound to me like our owners really want to be competitive. It sounds to me like they're sitting around and waiting until Liverpool hits peak value before they look to sell. And that's what I truly believe. Whenever they think that the football bubble is about to burst or the Premier League valuations are at their very, very peak, that's when they'll sell. Because they don't want to lose out on a few quid. They don't want to feel like, hmm, we could have milked this cash cow a little bit more. Because remember, you buy the club at 300 million, it's now valued around 4 billion. That's not enough for FSC and John W. Henry. No, 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 no. Let's sit on our hands. Let's throw away a season. Let's play in the Europa League next year because we were too scabby to buy a midfielder. How does it feel, John? It's down to you that we're not in the Champions League next season. Entirely down to you in your miserly ways. Right, on Mesa Mount as well. Uh, it was Rizzi Romano that said, speaking to some sources today, it's going to be very difficult to extend Mason Mount's stay at Chelsea. Um, no done deal, no absolute finalised news that he is leaving, but it's looking more and more likely that he's moving towards the Chelsea exit door. So with that in mind, somebody drew my attention to apparently Costas being upset uh, at the last day of the season at Anfield. Apparently he was in tears. Does that mean maybe Costas is going to move on in the summer? I've certainly not heard anything from the journalists to suggest that Liverpool could be looking to sell Costas. I'd love to know your thoughts on it. I haven't seen the incident, so maybe you guys can fill me in. What do you think? Should Liverpool sell Costas? I Here's my stance on it, right? I don't think he's ever going to be a real competitor to Andy Robertson. So I don't see when Robbo, you know, moves on or hangs up his boots in two, three years or whatever, that Costas is going to be ready to come in and fill those shoes. I don't see that. If he's happy to be a backup, he's got a good role there. I have no issues with him coming in, playing the occasional game, giving us a bit more attacking impetus on the left side when Klopp needs to chase a game. But I don't think he's a long-term successor. So... I can understand if Liverpool do look to move him on, but I can also understand if we look to keep him around. Um, he seems like a nice lad. Seems like he's good to have around the club. Seems like he cares. No problems with him. I just don't think he's going to be our long-term left-back solution. I'd love to know what you guys think about it as well. And of course, all of the other things that I've gone through in this video. It is now over to you, my friends. Let me know your thoughts. Let me know players you'd like to see in. If you're asking me for my best guess at four players that Liverpool will bring in this window... I'm going to have a guess at this and go Alexis McAllister, Mason Mount, 
the third midfielder is where I struggle. Um, I hope it's Ugarte because apparently we had scouts over watching them for Sporting in that, I think it was a 2-2 draw with Benfica. And then centre-back, I think Timber. You know, if I was a betting man, I'd, I'd lay the money on Timber. But nothing's concrete at this moment in time. So now it's over to you. Three midfielders and a centre-back. What are you saying? We just do things differently and more morally. I don't think there's anything immoral about Arsenal spending 200 million quid if they have the money. Um, I think our owners choose not to spend the money rather than not having the ability to access the money. Emma said, FSG have been very lucky. Uh, I'd suggest... Uh, no, sorry. FSG have been very lucky. Klopp has been genius at what he's had to work with, but eventually they're going to need to back him in the transfer window and spend. I agree. Look, you couldn't have asked for a better manager, a better set of recruitment, a better set of people to do the recruiting and have had the results that we've had with the players we've brought in. Not many failures in the recruitment system for us. Yes, Karius, Kada was unlucky because of injuries. Other than that, I think we've been all right. The ones we've got wrong have been like Shakiri, Minamino, but they've been relatively cheap, signing 10, 12 million quid. Uh, Zerug or Zerug, excuse me, said, really want Gravenberch. I think on Ryan Gravenberch, it'll come down to whether whether Bayern Munich want to sell him. Now, Bayern Munich have been linked today with uh, a move for Declan Rice. So if they're looking to bring in Rice, maybe they'll look to free up some money towards that. Or if they're looking to bring in a midfielder, maybe they will be open to selling Gravenberch. I don't know. So I do get the feeling though, right? And I'd love to know your take on this, folks. Do you think that there is at least one player that isn't being spoken about because it's done or because there's no need to brief or speak about them? Like, I wonder, has it gone quiet on Nicolo Barella because of Inter's involvement in the Champions League final and the fact that, you know, he has to focus on that and Liverpool don't want to distract? Or is it genuinely gone quiet? Watch Mount be on fire with us, said GDM. Brilliant. Look, if Mason Mount comes in and is brilliant, happy days. And I have nothing against Mason Mount. I've always just said the same thing. I want it to be for the right number. Hey, Craig, as you were talking about Costas, I think Kyle Walker or Kyle Walker Peters could be a good replacement. He can play both sides as well. Yeah, there'd be. I'd have no arguments against the versatile fullback like that that can cover on both sides. Not saying Kyle Walker Peters is the answer, but I do like the idea of versatility like that. If it's true that Shake just seen wants to buy West Ham if he doesn't get United, I think Rice will stay at West Ham. Again, does that not worry United fans? All of a sudden, like one minute it was it was United and nobody from he was a United fan growing up. He loved United. He went to college in England, all about United or whatever, and now all of a sudden it's well if I can't get United by West Ham. It just for me that'll be alarm bells ringing. Season after season the Champions League and enough windows where we spend big, so that's what makes me think FSG will be skinned in this window again and not back Klopp. Season after season in the Champions League and enough window where we spent big. That doesn't make sense to me, Canters. I think you've got the whole structured sentence backwards. Are you trying to say season after season we've been in the Champions League and we haven't spent big? Because I don't... Otherwise, I can't make sense of it. Matthew Lynch said, What Mount is actually good at, he can pass, he can press. His decision-making's awful. Uh, he's not... Good work rate. Misses chances seemingly every time he plays. What are we getting? Oh, you said he can't pass. He can't press. Um, I think he can. 
press, certainly. I think he's got a good energy. Klopp obviously sees a player that he thinks he can improve. He wouldn't be my choice for the right side of midfield. Barella would be my choice. Uh, Craig, one Liverpool youngster you thought was going to make it but couldn't. Uh, Ibe is a great shout, by the way, Josh. I was certain he was going to make it. I'm going to say Brewster. Yeah, I'm going to say Brewster. Really thought we had um, a very, very special talent in Brewster. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to... But Ibe is a very good shout. I think I've told you this story before, but I remember watching Jordan Ibe in Dublin when Liverpool were playing Celtic. Um, and I thought, this kid's going to be better than Raheem Sterling. This kid has it all. And he was built like a tank as well, even at 16. But, yeah, it didn't work out. Why out of all the clubs, West Ham, plus I feel West Ham would go silly money with their money. Another club that were fucking gifted a stadium as well, I should say. Oh, that really winds me up, that some Premier League clubs have been given a huge advantage of a stadium. Yes, you can say they don't own it, but... They also don't have the restrictions of having to pay back for the stadium. You know, Spurs moved into a new stadium over a billion quid. That's a billion quid Spurs have. And yes, you can say that they sold up their old ground, got some money in that. But it just feels weird to me that we're looking at Manchester City, a club that are taking the piss with what they're doing financially, in my opinion, and have were gifted a fucking stadium as well. And we're like, oh, the owners are great. They're, they're doing... Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. In the area and the Eddie had, and they're, they're doing up the, the, the Eddie had stadium. Yeah, but they got it for nothing. They didn't buy the fucking stadium. So I meant to say that I'm worried that FSG won't back us now that they can use an excuse we've no Champions League. But they'll want to be back in it as well, though, Cantus. Even if you look at it from the point of view of the value of the club, it makes more sense for them to want Liverpool to be back in the Champions League because the revenue, the sponsorship, the I'm sure the relationship with Nike. So I think they kind of have to. What I'm most confused about is that we've seen no update with regards to... Um, the minority partner or investment coming into the club. The fact that that's gone very quiet is disturbing. I feel like FSG have to invest now. They risk all hell breaking loose. Too many of our fans have been too passive for me around our owners. Um, and there's been too much, but they saved us, you know, past, um, past glories. I think getting us to the top of the mountain and winning a Champions League, and winning a Premier League, and not looking to capitalise on that is a moral sin. It is incredibly stupid that we didn't look to go, we've won a Premier League now, we've won a European Cup again, 
we are doubling down and this is going to be a dynasty. We are going to be here and we're going to be challenging and winning for years and years and years. But what did we do? We went out and signed Sepp Vandenberg um, and a couple of other very, very cheap signings, if my memory is correct. Not really a statement, right? Not really a, we're going to change the fortunes of our club for the next 10 years here. Adrian, yeah, fuck me. And Harvey Elliott. That's not going to strike fear. With all due respect to Harvey Elliott, who's you know got the makings of a good young footballer, that's not going to strike fear into the Real Madrid's, the PSG's, the Manchester City's, the Manchester United's, the Juventus's, uh, the Bayern Munich's of this world. Nobody's sitting up at night worrying about Liverpool having done that after winning a league or a European Cup. It's And the fact that they got away with that shit is just pathetic. Scrambled Egg said, I foresee the club looking at Chiesa again this summer, considering the state of Juventus and possibly money they'd need. Uh, always, obviously he was always wanting him, and though we have a lot of good attacking options, uh, we'd find the spot for him. I mean, I wouldn't say no to Federico Chiesa. Don't get me wrong, I wouldn't. But I also don't know if we need an attacker. I mean, I'm very excited about Ben Doak and what he may bring. I'm afraid of Adrian. Keep in mind he's being afraid of him conceding. I'm a fucking... I just can't believe we're actually thinking of giving him another deal. I'm genuinely astonished. He'd be a good Salah replacement, but I don't know now since uh, Salah's here. Look, we could do a competition for Mo, definitely, or at least another option to give Mo a breather in games. I, the big question I have for next season is, let's say everybody's fit. Who's on the left? Is it Diaz or is it Darwin? Because neither of them are really at their best now. Corrin said Darwin, Matthew said Diaz, neither says um, Ardriathi, or is it Adri Dahi? Excuse me, I, I don't know which way I'm pronouncing that one. Diaz for Josh, Diaz for Maddie, Diaz for John Williams. Darwin needs a big preseason, Diaz for Josh. Uh, Diaz needs to up his game though. Like he needs to like up his fucking game. I mean, there's a poll up there if you want to have a vote on it. Because what we've seen from Diaz since he's come back from injury, you know, you understand he's not in a rhythm and he's not fully, fully fit. But decision-making as well hasn't been great. Darwin's a striker through and through. Playing left wing is silly. But he's not going to dispose. At this moment in time, Cody Gakpo's the better option. Cody Gakpo is better through the centre at this moment in time. I don't, you know, you can't drop Gakpo. Uh, Diaz has been a bit off Adam the dude said I've never been convinced with Diaz I like the idea of Diaz I like what he could do but I feel like there needs to be more consistency to his erratic type of play you know I don't want him to be a highlight player where we see one thing every couple of months you know I want him to be regularly getting on the score sheet I want him to be regularly getting assists I don't want it to be, you know, I don't want another Alan Samaxaman, somebody like that who, or uh, Nadama Triori, or um, uh, what's your man that was at United, uh, Dan James, or somebody like that. Mickey said, Gakpo's a 10, Darwin up top for runner games, needs to be looked at. But where do we play the 10? It's, it's all right saying Gakpo is a 10, but where? You know, if, if Klopp persists with some version of 4-3-3, we don't use a 10, really. We have a left winger, a right winger, a striker that comes deep at times to link up play and 
tried to create space for Salah uh, and Diaz or whoever's on the left wing. So yeah, we, we need to have a 10 in order for him to play as a 10. So unless we go to a system where we have like two anchoring midfielders and one is given license to get forward and maybe that's Gakpo. My dream scenario would be Vinny Jr. leaving Madrid and FSG paying the big money from. In what world do we think that uh, FSG are going to go in there and buy Vinny Jr. from Real Madrid? I mean, I don't think any of us really expect that to be possible. Uh, Diaz has been good since he's come back, been a big part of the reason why we went on a run. No, he hasn't, and no, he isn't. That's just not true, and I'm not trying to say that to hate on Diaz or to speak badly of you, but it's just gibberish. Sorry, it's it's absolutely not true in any way. What about him has been good since he's come back, and how has he been a big part of the reason we've gone on a run? He's played... Three games of 65 minutes or more. Um, he has had a 10-minute, a 15-minute off the bench. Um, scored once that I can remember. One decent goal. Uh, yeah, I, I don't see how he's been a difference. I want to. Just don't, again, I, I want to sit here and go, yeah, you know, you're right. But I don't see it. The signings need to be done early this summer, uh, and so they get a full preseason. Said Ryan, I agree, and I think, I think that's the intention, Ryan. Anyway, you know, certainly with regards to Alexis McAllister, um, yeah, I'm with you. I want it to get done because if they don't get done early, Ryan, right, then we're in a position where the whole reason that one of the reasons they spoke about walking away from Jude Bellingham would be bullshit, right? Because they said the money, and we can kind of understand the money. But it was also the money and they didn't want it to become a saga and drag out over the summer and maybe miss out on other targets. So in order for what they've said to make sense, you're right. They've got to go in there and get it done early doors. Uh, I do think if we need, we need to limit expectations, but he hasn't been great. But I'm sure he'll be good again next season after a good preseason, catching up with fitness. Um, look, I agree. I think he will certainly improve. No doubt about that. Um. Do you know what's worrying me about Diaz, or not Diaz, about Darwin more than anything? It's the injuries. It's the niggly injuries that's worrying me more than anything about Darwin. You know, I've no doubt we'll join the dots, we'll get him to where we want him with regards to the system and the runs that he makes and how we utilise him. But I do worry about the few injuries already. On top of what we've seen with the the one ACL, I think, or maybe is it one ACL he's had, um, or is it two? Did he have one before he moved? I think it's one. Mickey said, "I'm not understanding why we bought Darwin. He scores and affects games, and he's bench when Diaz and Jota come back. Granted, Jota went on a scoring spree, so that made sense. But Diaz has been bad, but he keeps starting. I think Klopp was fairly honest when he said counter pressing." counter-pressing's a minimum to get into the team. And I, I certainly don't know this for a fact other than what he said, but I would like to believe that he doesn't see that side of his game enough, which would make sense. You know, if Klopp truly believes that counter-pressing is a minimum because we defend from the front, then I can understand what he's saying about um, about Darwin. Uh, I remember Nunes counter-pressing versus Leeds. He's capable of it. Darwin has the energy... Um, and the ability to press. I think it's not... I think maybe sometimes we, even as fans, get a bit um, a bit 
mistake and i think it's when to press the type of press in what areas to press you know it's not just a matter of chasing down everyone it's you hunting packs you know Klopp's very particular about how we press i might be called a bad supporter for saying this but i don't think darwin is good enough for us to have him as our nine um it's not just his bad finishing which is worrying most of his football iq which isn't something you can necessarily train but you can to be fair he doesn't know how to play to his strengths and tries to be another man a we bought Darren to score goals after the final year when we looked toothless. To be fair, look at his history at Benfica. First season, little bit stop start. Second season, started to really explode and show what he can do. So hopefully, we get the same situation. Have you heard anything on Gabri Viega? Nothing new. The last I seen was, you know, unfortunately, the last I seen was more about Arsenal. Um, maybe looking to go to Celta Vigo and... And get him. I think he... Oh, I want to get this right. I think it's a 40 million euro release clause. If my memory is correct. Um, For him at Celta Vigo. It's 30 or 40. I think it's 40. To be fair, in recent times, Darwin hasn't had a consistent run of football like he did before the World Cup. That's also because he's had injuries and Gakpo stepped up a notch. Uh, everything Darwin possibly lacks can be trained. Look, as I said, I, I truly believe Darwin will come good. I do. Uh, Craig, did you see today the talk about City's charges looks like it'll take years to sort. It's it's pathetic. I don't even want to go on another rant about this, Canters, but it's pathetic. It'd be five and six years then that they've been investigating these charges being dragged out. I mean, with all due respect, sort it out or just admit that you can't, you can't run your own fucking league. If it's taken this long to prove something or unearth something, what are you at? I'm sure it's complicated. I'm sure it is, but it can't drag on forever. It's an embarrassment. My worry about my rants about City is that one day I will get a letter in the post. I will get a legal letter, a cease and desist or a defamation letter or something like that. That's, But I don't, I don't want to say I don't care, but I'm going to say how I feel. If you do an investigation for four years, surely you get the evidence, which is undeniable. And remember, we're not talking about, like, the legal system in the UK here. We're talking about the Premier League's own rules. You know, if the rules have been broken, surely they can figure it out and punish or not, depending on the result. It's, they just, between allowing state ownership, which I think is the big unforgivable crime of the Premier League, as soon as they allowed state ownership into our football, I think it's just a ticking time bomb until we're in this situation where we see what City are doing. We wonder what Newcastle might do. We've already gone through Chelsea and what Abramovich's money was and um, all of that stuff. I mean, at what point are we just going to make it about football again? Uh, they came out today reports that the Abu Dhabi Blues were interested in McAllister, but for Richard said it's not true, right? So, um, yes, but he kind of caveated it a little bit. So what Fabrizio Romano said was, Manchester City are not in the race for Alexis McAllister at this stage. No talks or country con excuse me, concrete contact. Liverpool are close to a full agreement on the personal terms of the player and they're waiting on final details. So that's the latest of where we are. With regards to that, I don't see any hiccups or any problems. I think we'll get this done and over the line. 
and it'll be announced very soon after the end of the season. That's my guess. And also, I still stand over what I say. Could you tell your client to go to Man City right now if you were an agent? Not if you had their best interests at heart, because how can you say to your client, go to a club that's under investigation for a lot of stuff and could be, I don't know, sanctioned down the line? It's, um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I could say it with a clear conscience to a client or a family member or a friend. They saw the dollar signs, not what's good for the league. But the dollar, does it bring in dollars to the Premier League? I I don't know if, if taking state ownership really helps the Premier League for their clubs. I don't. They should be looking after the 20 clubs in there. Not one, not two, not the top clubs, all of them. They should have the interest of 20 clubs at heart. Absolutely know nothing about that player whose name you've mentioned, Giovanni, mate. Absolutely nothing about him. Never heard his name. Don't even, couldn't tell you what who he plays for, nothing. We know about everyone's Barella and maybe Mount, but what midfield has not been linked to us that you would want? I, I like the idea of Thuram. Um, he certainly looks interesting. Certainly looks promising. Ugarte, we all like, I think, as well. Coop Miners, he's, um, he's definitely one worth keeping an eye on as well. It's been, I think Juventus have been linked with him as well, but like with their situation, I don't know what's up at Juventus. So certainly maybe keep an eye on him from Atlanta. I think if they found out Sky will defend them as they talked about a club makes them money. Here's my take on that. And let's say they did hypothetically look to defend them. Then everything that they've tried to ram down our throats about removing hate from the game and integrity and all this other shit just becomes transparent bullshit. Mount looks more likely by the day. Yeah, look, if I'm guessing, I'm saying Mount and McAllister are probably the two that get done. So, yeah, most likely. Right, look, my friends, I am going to uh, wind this down. Uh, busy day. So tomorrow, I'll be back at half past eight for another news stream. Um, same on Wednesday as well. And then on Thursday, we're doing Man United and Chelsea. So appreciate you guys as always. Um Congratulations once again to Newcastle on uh, Champions League. Um, and yeah, I'll see you guys tomorrow. Appreciate you. Have a good one. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 